and welcome to a brand new episode of Record Talk Listen. My name is Lydia and thank you so much for joining me. On today's show, we feature John Felton from Clatter Coffee located in Frostburg, Maryland on Broadway. They are not quite open yet, but they have all intentions of being um, towards the first of the year. So um, make sure to check them out. They have an active Indiegogo page that you can help uh, fund them a little bit to help ensure that um, they have plenty of support to open on time. And if you do decide to support them, uh, they have some awesome rewards. So make sure to check that out on our website. And that is recordtalklisten.com. We'll have direct links there. Um, and while you're there, you should also look at all of our amazing podcasts that we have available for you to listen to for free. There are over 90 podcasts. And um, as I think uh, of this morning, as a total, all those podcasts have helped contribute to over 100,000 downloads of this podcast, your local podcast. So thank you very much for that and keep listening. I hope to see those numbers climb. Also, um, if you love what you hear and you want to support your local podcast, please do not hesitate to click on the donate button, which is on the right-hand side of the homepage. If you want to take us with you, below that donate button page we have direct links to itunes stitcher podcast republic and google play so there is no excuse why you cannot listen to us oh i don't know let's say while drinking a hot cup of coffee um speaking of delicious coffee and where you can find it let's get right into the interview with john felton of clatter coffee John, thanks for coming on the podcast. I am so excited to be here. I am very excited <laughs> that you are here. Um, we Jess Palumbo was on. She mentioned Clatter. Yes. And then you got in touch right away. So that's pretty that's pretty awesome. The reach of the podcast. I got interviews. So thanks yes. for coming. I appreciate it. Mm. So um, I guess we should talk to tell everybody what Clatter is. Yes. Clatter is a new coffee shop and social space in Frostburg, Maryland that should be open by the first of the year, 2017. That's awesome. Yeah, we've been working on it really hard for a long time. And it's a, a really exciting time now when we see everything coming together. I bet. So um, I guess you had an idea of a coffee shop. Is that how it started? Yeah. I mean, I've been a performer for a long time. Mm -hmm. And between music and just general uh, coffee liking yeah. i feel like a lot of the best <laughs> a lot of the best times for me have happened in coffee shops okay and that has been true on tour and then it was true when i moved to frostburg there was a cafe called the tombstone cafe oh yeah yeah and that is where i met a lot of my friends a lot of people who are still my best friends today yeah that's a great thing to have and i want to keep it going so you're creating that space I think so. How long ago did this idea come to you that you thought like, oh, f this, this needs to, I need to do this? So that's the thing. The idea to, I'd love to have a coffee shop yeah. is really old. Is it I've old? i thought it is for it? a long time. Okay. Yeah. But. So I, everybody's heard you say that like, oh, I want to have a coffee shop and. Maybe not though. Okay. Because it's something that I, like Leslie and I, my wife Leslie and I, mm -hmm. we've talked about it a ton, but it's just something that was a real financial challenge you know sure so as long as although we knew it's something we were interested in really kind of a lot of things would have to come together for it to be possible so we always look for that like the right location the price we could handle at the place we were in our lives right then mm -hmm. things like that 
And most of the time, those weren't available. Those weren't available. Yeah. So, and that's okay. It wasn't like it was our dream that we had to do a coffee shop or else everything is sad. But we hoped that one day that's something we could do. And it looks like those all of those variables came together for you. They did. So you're on Broadway. Yes. Which is a, kind of a hot hot spot right now. That's happening. I'm yeah. really excited about that. I'm happy to contribute and benefit from other people's good energy. Yeah. So, I mean, the building you're in, um, you purchased it. We did. Okay. And then um, you gutted it. And we gutted the bottom of it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Which was a big undertaking. Yeah. And there was a, there were a lot of decisions to make that that had to do with, well, are we going to fix this really properly or just try to get it done as much as we can to get open? Mm-hmm. And there was a great draw for both. There was a great draw toward either of those choices because sure. we wanted to get it going. And also our style, we don't don't mind some character. You know, yeah, some no, absolutely. It's not quite right. Yeah. However, that sort of rough around the edges is a is an aspect that's true to our project. But also true to our project is a desire to try to give the whole thing integrity. And I feel like that's been happening just since the start. I'm, I feel really good now. One thing I didn't expect with the building we would put a coffee shop in was that I would know so much about it. Oh, yeah. Right down to the down to the earth into which the foundations I think sit. that that um, creates a special bond with it and a connection because you had to basically rebuild the whole place. And you know it in and out, which is, is of great benefit to you if, God forbid, something were to happen, you could say, oh, no, no, you know, you can, you know, it's, uh, it's done right. Yeah. And we also are, the whole team is aware that really that's also saving us a lot of headaches down the road. We knew that we wanted to do it. And it's in the same category of other things that we've cared about doing in the past. Okay. Projects that, uh, that have a social goal and that are exciting because they also kind of rely on other people. I just told you what kind of place I'd like it to be, but we yeah. can't do that. Well, no, can't you make can't that. make it a social space with two people. That's a public verdict. Everyone right. else will decide if it's a good place to be or That's not. That's true. Yeah. But we're going to try and do our part to give the thing all that we can to, to make it such a place. And so that's good. But the real, the real kicker, the real moment where it became clear that, okay, we're, we're going to go for this, making the coffee shop. We had been for a long time knowing that, that there was a change. Some big step was going to be coming up in our lives and had been in talks off and on with friends about maybe trying to start a, maybe trying to start a, a rural, an agricultural community together, like do a farm with friends. Sure. And take our, take this, this energy, essentially take this, take this love and do something, you know, out in the woods, not in the woods, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. In and a, yeah. In an agricultural environment. Right. Yep. And focus on a certain group of people like that. Or the other choice is to do this project in the city. Mm-hmm both of which are really attractive and I think would be cool, would have been great for us from the same heart. And each of those ideas, like sometimes it would seem like there's a property that'd be good, might be good mm-hmm. to go in on for this rural 
for this agricultural project mm -hmm. or here's a building that might be good for the cafe and there's other people involved sure so for each of those the the possibility and enthusiasm would go up and go down at various times and at a certain point we knew we had to pick something and i remember one time being at the breakfast table and leslie said really quick don't think about it if you had to choose right now which would you do the coffee shop in frostburg or the community in the woods and i said the coffee shop she said me too so we let go of one good dream and set off in pursuit of another one that's good that you're both on the same page that worked that's your essential yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly the project would be abandoned yeah we became more intentional about trying to look at places and find mm -hmm. out and then this is I mean, I love the location of this building. It's right across from Grammy's Attic and Diagonal from Lorenzo's. Yeah. At the other end of the block from Shift on the same side. We entered into talks with the owners who, it turned out, had cultural ties to some of the same times and places that uh, that you do. Oh, okay. And Great. I do. And uh, I feel like they gave us a really good deal and were patient with us while we got our funding I think, I think because they wanted something cool to happen in the yeah, building. Yeah, I think that it's that's nice that you have somebody that was selling the building and really willing to work with you because they could see the potential. Yeah, they didn't owe us that, of course, and I'm really thankful. Yeah, I mean that's I think that's kind of how Frostburg works sometimes. It's that you know you find the right people, everything comes together just at the right moment, and then it's you're off on a good start. I do feel like there are people that are older than me who in the past have put in work to make to make Frostburg have the kind of culture that made it a good place for me. Mm -hmm. And so I hope that what we're doing is something that can uh, deliver on that. Can uh, Keep that going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you will. Um, you have good intentions, so I don't think it's going to be a negative thing. Not just good intentions, but an amazing team. Can Very I tell good. you about it? Uh, yeah, I want to hear all about the team. Okay. Uh, I mean, obviously, a lot of our friends have been really helpful, but I'm going to tell you about some core players. Uh, Leslie and myself, we're owning it, and Leslie is the, she's doing the, the money part, and she's the, she's doing the books. Owner of the LLC. Yeah. I am the captain. Okay. Uh, we have the person doing all the design work for the building mm -hmm. is. My neighbor and friend, Stephen Manger. Yeah. Yeah. He was a cook at Gandalf's for people who remember that place. And the head chef at the time that it ended. And amongst other things, an artist, craftsman, conversationalist. Great friend to me. And he's really uh, been able to dive in and give a vision to the way the place looks and feels. We had conversation a conversation about how it should look that was really seemed like a con continuation of of a conversation we've been having for 10 years about what looks good right right and, and uh i can't tell you how happy i am with the way it looks and i just think everyone's gonna love to walk in and say this is just it feels good here i just want to be around here i would i 100 percent agree with that sentiment i saw it briefly mm -hmm. um it's awesome i really like it it's very warm, very welcoming, and it's uh, unlike any other coffee shop I've ever been in. So that is exclusively clatter. 
it has some other things that are exclusively clatter uh-huh. such that we we like an aesthetic of reclaiming and reusing absolutely things because of the uh the the possibility for making some you know the obviously the excitement of recombination and juxtaposition mm-hmm. combined with i think an appreciation for a sort of hard scrabble efficiency and yes. not wasting right and not exactly spending mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. like that so a whole lot of what you see when you come into clatter that is special about it is also recut like it's all it's from the building right a lot of what you see is from our demolition we just say everything old and cool about the building if it had something special about it chuck it to the side and put it in a pile friends come over and pull out nails and it all just becomes this big palette for steven to choose from and figure out this old thing it doesn't have to be thrown out what's its place going to be in the future right yeah that i mean it's great i mean it really is nice and um, so you got Stephen doing the design work, which is great. Mm-hmm. So who's who's making the coffee? All right. So we are getting our beans from two roasters. Okay. Good friends in Harrisburg, Little Amps Coffee Roasters. Okay, cool. They have shops up there that are called Little Amps. So if you're in Harrisburg, you should definitely check them out because cool. they are into it. They really care about it. We've gotten to go up and visit and see their roaster and just a... Uh, Taste coffee, I would imagine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See all the ins and outs. And then also our own local base camp. Yeah, base camp coffee. Yeah. Hayden, yeah. Yes. Really excited to be working with Hayden. In fact, we've been talking with Hayden for over a year since we really started moving on the project. Uh so excited, excited for that. Especially with him, excited about the ability for our baristas to keep in close communication with him yeah, and work out the things that they like and don't like together. And so a, t- a total collaborative effort. Yeah. And everything I'd read coming into it said that it's good if you can have a relationship with your roaster. Yeah. So there's lots of good roasters, but it's good to choose one. It's not too far away. Yeah. And that's true in both these cases. So uh, they're relatively close. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And little amps, they've done all this a lot. They've been, And they're not just selling us coffee. They've been really warm partners to us from the beginning, Mm -hmm. happy to advise and uh, always eager to, happy to come down and look at things or talk about flow, how the dining area is set up, anything, any any way they can help. And I've appreciated that. But as far as making the coffee, Mm -hmm. so although there will be more than these, the people that have been really giving themselves to the project and helping uh, form its identity mm-hmm. who our baristas are uh, Caleb okay, who is a friend of mine that I met on a performance project called the Carnival de Resistance we were both it, it was a kind of a circus and uh, and performance troupe with a that sought to engage our current ecological and spiritual crises through the power of performance music song and ceremony okay and also had a a component that was that all the all the crew was about 30 people uh lived mm-hmm. in tents so we traveled and had a kitchen that was had to run with no fossil fuel no electricity no propane which that was my job i designed that 
and ran the village and that's where I met Caleb. He was, he jumped right in on that. Coffee was a big deal yeah. <laughs> at the at the show. Anyway, that's how I met Caleb. But he, uh, in other parts of his life, he has been a cafe owner and consultant for a number of cafes, a barista, barista trainer in Michigan. And so he brings those skills uh, with regard to coffee making and preparation and, mm-hmm. you know, both espresso machines, various manual brew methods, knowing what we're looking for, along with a whole lot of experience about the day-to-day runnings of the shop. That's good. Yeah. Really great. And just a great friend. And then the other is Greg Bender. Greg Bender has been in Nashville being a barista down there. Uh-huh. Yeah. The stakes are the stakes and the standards are high. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Got all those musicians who need their coffee. So. Yeah, and he was recommended by Josh Horvay. And oh my, what a great guy. Like he just really cares about everything he does. He's got a really easy manner. What's the word? Like he, nothing, this is true of Caleb too, but I'm saying of Greg especially, he doesn't, nothing about him comes off as snobby in the least. Okay. But he really cares about making everything excellent. So he takes pride in the work. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. He wants to do a good job. Yeah. And he's got, you know, everything he's ever done around me with coffee has just been wonderful. He's got, <laughs> he's, Those are good people to have around then, for yeah. sure. So, And he also is a trainer. So these are just both people who come in already with the experience to deliver on my promise. Mm-hmm which is that we're going to give you the coffee experience you've been dreaming of. Nice. Yeah. That's the path we mean to walk. Well, I mean, I think it's pretty, you know, that sounds good to me. I'll walk down that path, especially if there's a really good cup of coffee at the end of it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So they're great. They're, they're making that happen. That's good. So, um, we have little lamps and base camp and we'll put Mm -hmm. a link on our website so people can check them out. Great. Um, and then, um, you're, are you going to do food? You talked a little bit about food, but are you, we are, that, that's in the plans. It's in the plans. Mm-hmm. So in our design, when you walk into clatter, you're going to see, you'll walk into clatter, you'll come through our vestibule and you'll see the, the bar. It's a sitting bar. Mm-hmm. So you should come sit, you can sit at the bar and all this different, various seatings, the couches and different sizes of tables. And you'll also see that there is a space for a full kitchen. There's not actually a full kitchen in there right now. Okay. That's that's financially out of reach for us at this point. Okay. That's okay. In the bar is set up for, f- there's a small food preparation there as well. So we're going to be able to do just fine, especially because the person in charge of the food as we open is Josh Horve. Okay. And so some of your listeners probably know him. But he's been instrumental in a lot of the area restaurants that people love the most. He's got a real passion for hospitality, for one, mm-hmm. but also also for food and drink and for food culture. He he loves the area and wants wants the cool things to happen. Sure. Here. Yeah. And in the way that I feel like I've in some ways tried to do music in a way that also has a real personal component. Sure. I think that's the same way he's approached everything he's done with food. So when we have this kind of 
small, limited food prep mm-hmm. area, food service area in the bar, that is just makes his eyes light up. Not because it's his, I'm sure he'd you know, love more to work with. But, sure. All right. These are the limitations. This is what we're going to do. Yeah, yeah. All right. Fet finds it a challenge and yes. is really willing to work with it. That's awesome. We've done that together before. He was the head. He was the in charge of food at the festival we did for five years, Common Ground on Martin's Mountain. Mm-hmm. Plenty of limitations up on the mountain. Absolutely. And he just delivered amazing things. You know, the fact that it just looked like he was coming out of a fancy restaurant. <laughs> but anyway, so what he's going to do is we're, he'll be de- delivering a menu of exciting food, mm-hmm. something you'll be excited about. What I'm going to say is, He's delivering a menu that is both exciting and comforting and familiar. Okay. So you're going to come in the coffee shop. You're going to get a really good bagel. Okay. If that's what you want. Sure. Sandwiches, soups and salads, and then specials, whatever he thinks of, mm-hmm. that are uh, really special, really good, and have a, they're the things you're used to, but with a personal touch. And an Appalachian twist. Okay. So we're trying to like lean into our location. This is yeah. where, where we are in Western Maryland. Uh, he is interested in the kinds of kinds of cooking that people in our region have done in the past and now. Also, was the winner of the 2013 Serve It Up Local Award for Appalachian Cuisine. That's good. Yeah. So it's just it's a really it's this is I think a piece of cake for him. He's just yeah going to come up with all the fun things and really try to do something people are going to like. I think you have um, done a really smart thing um, surrounding yourself with people that are very passionate about what they do and are excited to do what they do and are very knowledgeable about what they do. So it seems like you have created the perfect team. That's how I feel. And for me, I feel like that's also a kind of a personal victory. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I know that at other times in my life, I've tried to do everything. I want to do the food. Okay. You know? Yeah. So you've, I want to do the, I want to be in charge of the coffee. I want to decide what everything's supposed to look like. I yeah. want to do all that. But. You're finding it's easier to be a collaborator than necessarily taking all of that on. Yeah. And also they're better. I mean, the th- if I took all the time, if I could just take years mm-hmm. and just do every little thing myself, things that, you know, some of it I've got a vision for but don't really know how to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd probably get there, but it would be so far in the future. And I don't know how to say that it would be worse because it was just me. Right. Even though I'm, I believe in my own visions, sure. Yeah. But this is really, I'm having so much fun with this and I guess basically I agree with you. I feel like it's been good for me to to choose to let go yeah. of things and the reward coming back is just phenomenal. This is not Clatter's gonna be really cool and it's it's got my mark on it, but it's way cooler than anything that I could do. And okay. I'm really excited about that. That's awesome. So um we need to talk about your Indiegogo page. Yes. Um, so people that are getting really excited about drinking coffee and drinking your coffee and eating your food and mm. being a part of this great social experiment that you're doing, um, want to support it, they can go to your Indiegogo page. Yeah. And that, that's really helpful. We've had 
our plan is good. We've had some challenges along the way, mm-hmm. that some of which were expensive, and those generally are past us. Yeah. But they've cost us. We're going to be all right. But any way that people can help out will really help us do the thing properly and get open as soon as we can. We'd really like to be open before the end of the year. Sure. Um, so we'll put a direct link on our website so people can just go to Record Talk Listen and click the link directly and it'll take you right to the Indiegogo page and you can donate and you've got some awesome rewards. So maybe we can talk about that briefly. Yeah. Though if you don't mind, I want to say that I already feel that we've been well supported Absolutely. by our community as far as people who give like their time. And I just mentioned pulling nails before, like so many, so much physical work, things like that. Uh, so even someone who's like, I don't know if I can put any money over here right now, please still go to it. Check it out because yeah. one, you'll learn more about the project. Yes. We made a video and it's there's a great some words video. there. Yeah. Uh, even if you just can share it, like yeah. if you share the video, then it just increases the chance that somebody else will see it and give us 20 bucks or something like sure. that. Sure. But so please do check it out. I really appreciate that. Not a problem. So, I mean, you've got some pretty cool stickers and some mugs and, um, I liked your, um, highest reward. There is a, you know, cautionary thing. It says, please discuss this with loved ones to make sure that this is a, yeah. a something you really want to do. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's good. It's really well done and, and it's definitely worthwhile supporting. So there are fun people. things, but yeah. there's like the travel pack where you get like a travel mug and the bumper sticker and a gift card to get some coffee or whatever to put in your travel mug yeah. and some downloads, listen to music, uh, stuff like that. And it goes up. Uh, Caleb, our barista Caleb is also, it turns out a sushi chef. Yeah. I read that. That sounds, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. I can on very recent, uh, I can from very recent knowledge say that he's great at it because he recently did something really nice and, uh, watched my kids and made sushi so Leslie and I could have a, a, a date night. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, but it, the sushi was so good. Anyway, so one of the rewards is he'll do a sushi party for 12. And we have one where it's, you can have a private party at Clatter. One is where you get, it's the wake-up call where people, you let us know when and we will, we will come to your house with the coffee or prepare the coffee or your work or wherever you want. That's awesome. <laughs> fun things. Yeah, that sounds fun. I mean, they're, they're fun rewards. And like you said, the, even if you have like 20 bucks, um, you get like a sticker and a thank you. Yeah. I think 25 at 25 bucks, there's the mug and that's, yeah. that's like a gift to us and you get a cool mug. Yeah. And you can, you can even bring that mug with you when you come to clatter. Yeah. That'll be awesome. So, I mean, you should, and if you can't uh, donate monetarily, like, you know, John said, share it and uh, make sure people are aware of it. Yeah, it's surprising how how much help that is. Yeah. Well, I kind of wanted to talk about the future. We're really open, yeah. excited to open right now. And mm-hmm. I, I want people to come participate in what, what we have. But just as far as since we're talking about the whole project. Sure. Here's kind of what we hope. So this is Clatter, the coffee shop is in the storefront at 15 Broadway on the corner of Broadway and Mechanic. Mm-hmm. And the building, though, has a second storefront right next to it. Right next to that 
our wonderful neighbors, Yellow K Records. Yes, yeah. Should go there. I was so happy when they moved in. I thought, what? We're opening this coffee shop and a record store is moving in next to us? It's pretty cool. Pretty great. Yeah. It's such a good one. They're open now and it's, it's great. So what we'd like to do in the future is fill up that that area we have for the full kitchen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all designed. And then be able to do a more robust food menu and then open up our second side and build a stage. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Inter- entertainment yeah. space. Yes, to be able to do anything, all things that can be done on a small stage. But that that meets some of our cultural hopes for this space. Yeah. I really like music, of course. Mm-hmm. I've performed for a long time as John Felton in his Soulmobile. And I like how that can bring people together. But I also really like small theater. Yeah. So I'd love to see some of that. That would be great. And if I can, if I'm just going to say some of the stuff that I like. And we'll sure. See, see what happens. Put it really out happen. there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I also really like uh, oratory. Okay. Like, yeah. I wish to be more of a thing that people would come up onto a stage and deliver a 15 or 20 minute monologue. Yeah. Yeah. And we could listen to it. That'd be great. Yeah. It doesn't take that much if time. If you want to do that, get a hold of John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell us all about something that you like or that you're into. Or right. Or if you uh, wrote a story that you want to express. Yeah. And on that note, of course, I would really love to to have a relationship with, say, the Creative Writing Center. Yeah. See as much spoken literature as this can be. Yeah. Coffee and literature go very well together. So that'll be good. Yeah. Maybe we'll think of new things as we go. Yeah. And if you have suggestions, I'm sure you're open to all of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Also, that'd be a rentable space. Nice. So you can have parties. Yeah. And room for more more seating as well as we are able to ramp up what comes out of the kitchen. So you're able to grow as the business needs. Yeah. And we're willing not to. You know, if it seems like well, people don't really want it, well, that's okay. But I think that I think that we're going to find out that there's more we can do that the community will want. Sure. That sounds great. I'm very much looking forward to it. Me too. So I want to um, go there. That's one of the reasons I want to <laughs> right. open it. I want to go. You want to go there, right? I want the cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> well, John, I want you to come back anytime. Okay. Um, and good luck opening by the first of the year. And anybody who's listening, go support this wonderful project. Thank you. For more information on what you've heard on today's show, including links to that awesome Indiegogo page, head over to our website, recordtalklisten.com. And if you didn't quite hear at the beginning of the show and you skipped ahead because you were so excited to hear John, um, we have over 100,000 downloads. So if you're an advertiser, that's a huge market for you to maybe dip your toe in. So if you feel like you want to advertise your wares on our podcast, make sure to check out our shop page on recordtechlisten.com or you can send us an old-fashioned email we would be we would love to uh to talk to you so for more information go to the website send us an email we would love to hear from our listeners so that would be you right now um if you like what you hear if you have feedback or if you know of somebody that would be an ideal person for the podcast make sure we know about it so uh, send us a tweet on Twitter at RTL Pod. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash record talk listen. Or like I said, an old fashioned email always gets through and it's record talk listen at gmail.com. This has been another episode of Record Talk Listen, where I hit record, people talk, and hopefully you listen.
Until next time, thank you so much.